0: Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power.
1: Lithium mining at Thaka Pass has attracted much attention, but those with the deepest ties to the land, the descendants of those murdered at the Thaka Pass massacre, have not been heard. Thaka Pass lithium mine permits were granted without adequate consultation with indigenous communities and should be revoked. So says Gary McKinney.
0: My name is Gary McKinney. I am a Western Shoshone Northern Paiute. Uh, Shoshone Paiute enrolled member of the Duck Valley Indian Reservation in Northern Nevada. Uh, I am the spokesperson for the people of Red Mountain, Atsau, or and the co-scout for the American Indian Movement, Northern Nevada chapter. Um, We are currently opposing the Thacker Pass Open Pit Lithium Mine for many cultural reasons. And um, my intentions for being involved in this this fight is to um, ensure that we have our cultural sites and our burial sites um, protected and preserved so we don't lose them and we've, we've so we have the history of losing our cultural sites and our historical sites and stuff like that that are significant to us um, so yeah that that's basically what it is.
1: We asked Gary to tell us about the history of
0: Tekka Pass. Before it was, it was Thacker Pass. Uh, so we talked about before colonialism. So prior to America, before the state of Nevada, before the reservation of Fort McDermott, before the Duck Valley Indian Reservation, um, around the time of the Civil War, um, that was around the time when "Quote unquote," Thacker Pass um, was being uh, migrated into um, by by other, uh, let's say, by more more than the, the wildlife. There was there was, uh, the Northern Paiutes. Uh, so, our I come from. I am a descendant of those people. I'm talking about. So, I'm talking about my my grandparents, my great 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 grandparents, and um, great-great-great-granduncles and, and those, so on and so forth. And so, <clears throat> along those times, I'm talking about 1860, 1864 through 1866 was the general era, you know, uh, um, timeline of when the Northern Paiutes were, were, um, being separated from them from their different bands so they weren't all in that in you know all in one place but you know to get more up over onto onto Thacker Pass it is known today as to us anyways it's known as a massacre site and we can narrow it down to a single massacre stemming starting that happened at uh September 12th of 1865 between the U.S. Cavalry and the Northern Paiute Tribes. One of them, a band of Paiutes. Um, there was around 31 Paiutes that were murdered there. Um, two baby boys were left over, two baby boys were were saved, were spared, their lives were spared by one of the officers there whose, whose last name was Thacker. And so, as, you know, we, we are, we're assuming that that is is where Thacker Pass has gotten its name. And we've done the research and we've we've traced the the Thacker last name to Winnemucca, which is 70 miles uh, south of, of uh, the area. And so all these there there's been Northern Paiutes, Pitt River, there's Washo, there's you know there's different bands of those tribes that were you know some were warring tribes. So that there, now there's there's more than more than that one massacre that we know between the U.S. cavalry and the Paiutes. Now we're talking about inter-tribal battles that happened in Thacker Pass, um, inter-tribal battles between the Pitt River and the Paiutes. Um, they some of the oral stories are were told to um, our elders, which is you know my grandmas and their grandparents. And you know, so basically, it's an oral oral tradition that was told from our family down the line, down the line, and down the line until it got to us. And now we find ourselves at the crux of this uh, this lithium um, this lithium boom, this green energy transition. So this is that crux. So now we have to prove what you know, what what where we were. Um, and where we were, and how we did things, and what we used, and who was there—we're having to prove all those things because the United States government doesn't really recognize that oral history, that oral tradition. They so that that kind of right there is is what the whole fight is between you know the people of Red Mountain and our voices getting out there because um, you know the tables are turning here. Um, and if we don't stop and do something, we're going to lose more than uh, earth, re- you know, earth resources, minerals and things. We're going to lose our, our, a lot of our history, and that history, we can't get back just like time. We can't get time back. That's, that's why it's so important to us.
1: We also asked Mr. McKinney about the significance of the land that had been targeted for lithium mining and if his people had been consulted appropriately, and if the mining corporations had been granted permits to mine,
0: the state, the state-level air and water quality uh, permits—they were granted on the state level. But as far as us indigenous communities, we are actually. Uh, higher than state, we're federal because we live on federal land. We're federal uh, people right through the Bureau of Indian Affairs. And so that's where everything is getting kind of hung up that. Um, so on the state, on the state level, they're saying, yeah, it's OK. It's fine. It's going to go. And they they approve those two permits, but they're hung up on the cultural sites, the you know, the violations, I should say, of the cultural sites, the violations and things that they that they've been doing the cutting corners the withholding uh, crucial information at the crucial times uh you know for instance um when it was asked of the bureau of land management to provide documents to concur with the massacre that was in uh, was in more than one uh newspaper printing back in the day um you know it, it, if they were to if they were to provide the court with those documents, what what would have that have, that would have proved that that Thacker Pass area is significant because there was a massacre back there and they have the documents to prove it and there's documents in, in the public that can prove it and they don't want that to go through because you know what? If that does go through, we, get, we, we will get mentioned, we will get uh, recognized as a, nas- a national historical site just like, The Sand Creek Massacre was able to get their their site, uh, get a a monument and stuff, you know. They don't want us to get that recognition because then, you know what, they don't have that lithium. And if, you know, because this isn't about the trees or the grass or the water or the springs, ponds or the lakes. This is about the investment. This is about pushing this project through so those investors get their greenbacks, their money. That's what this green energy transition is for. Um, and it's all that you see—it inflation. You're being driven away from fossil fuels, and now you're 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 getting handed this lithium on a silver platter. Like this is the best thing that we have because they have all the power to inflate all the prices here in this country. So they did, and now it's it's you know like I'm saying, uh, like sheep being shepherded to. To this this demand of lithium and if we that's the one thing that is driving this thing crazy is the demand for lithium the demand for more more of this white gold for their cars more for their their phones their tablets their you know those types of things but they're not thinking about the repercussions about how they how the 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 amount of of corruption that had to be Brought forth, you know, among these these mining corporations and the tribal governments and the, the you know just governments themselves, you know, and here we come in as the people of Red Mountain. You know, we have stakes there. You know, they, we're we're being real. We're being straight up with 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 our fight, and we we're the prayerful bunch. You know, we're out there practicing the American Indian Religious Freedom Act, ERFA, and we're we're out there holding. The NAGPRA, you know, the Native American Graves and Repartitions Act, we're, were attempting to hold accountability, where accountability needs to be held. Gary McKinney lastly told
1: us about the impact of mining corporations who move their businesses next to small
0: communities. Um, you see, our, the impact of these, these mining communities Next to these small communities, majority of these people that 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 they want to sell to on the market live in big cities, live in big towns, where where you know where you can be supplied and you know supply and demand is just like that. And out here in in the middle of nowhere, out in the sticks, where there's no Walmart, where there's no you know no 7-Eleven, there's no you know nothing like that, right? and so you bring a big mining company in like this that says well you know what this is this is how we're going to do it we're going to give you all these jobs so that you know you can get money yeah that's a good thing that's a real good thing but say after 40 to 50 years you know you're forking like a small community like this is being enslaved to that mining company because there's nowhere else to work there's nowhere else to turn. And if you don't believe me, look at China. If you don't believe me, look at, look at Chile. You know, the, those communities there are, they were in the, the position that we are in today. And what they lost was, they got their their streams contaminated where they lost fish. And that, you know, they, they relied upon that fish to sustain their community. And that's the argument right there that will hold water in court is how will that water right there affect, affect this community here if it's gone? And, you know, that, that right there is, is one thing, but this is already a, a, a dry country. You know, you can't mine and process lithium where there's moisture. It needs to be in the desert. And so when it evaporates and it evaporates in the middle of nowhere, that wind takes it and we're right under, it's going to sprinkle right over the top of us. And over the, the course of that time, we're going to start seeing that change environmentally. We're going to start seeing less water in our lakes because they have to go through a processing called dewatering, where they take water from this area or, or from the area way over there, you know, say 50 miles away, they take water from there and they siphon it on over to Thacker Pass. And they use that water from over there to help process that lithium, whether that be sitting in a pool evaporating or they run it through the processor and it burns and as steam. And that hot steam that burns off from that water is sulfuric acid. And they say, yeah, it's, it's not gonna fall within this bubble around Thacker Pass. There's a big bubble that falls within the regulations and they're, they're saying, they're telling people, all right, that this regulation says that this community here will be okay. But what about the next community over? What about the community 30, 40 miles away? Because they, they have proof of that. They, they lied about distance in their EIS. There's a lady that showed up to these meetings where it was described by the Lithium America Corporation that they talked to that lady that lived in Kings River Valley. They claimed to have talked to her saying that she lived nine miles away from from the center of, of the processor. But as a matter of fact, she lived what, two two miles from it. And so they, they take they take these these actual these true results and they shave it down to how they want it to to look. And that's what they're paying these scientists and these these spokespersons to come in and campaign for that's on the forefront of this green energy transition. That right there is what we're labeling as greenwashing. Because like I'm saying, they're saying about the trees, they're saying about the grass, they're saying about the water, because they're taking all of that away and what they're they're bringing out of it is money. So that right there is the green energy transition. And it's all based on this, this climate crisis. It's all man-made. What if there was no mining? What if there was none of it? what if there was no extraction? What if there was no dewatering, no evaporating, no no running roughshod over communities? What if there was none of that? Okay, so then we, what if we, what if that all stopped for 40 to 50 years? We might not see no crisis then. It might not be a climate crisis. So then this, this right here is a good, you know, tell me what's wrong with this argument. You know, there, This climate crisis could be based off three roots, capitalism, colonialism, and um, extractivism. You know, and that's just the way it is. You know, just, I'm just gonna say 1492, us Native Americans, we had colonialism start. In 1872, with the general mining law, we had extractivism start. And in 2022, what we're gonna see next is capitalism. This is the where, where these, these big money corporations get richer because they use the hell out of fossil fuels already. They use, they, they, they exhausted. There's no more left. They depleted all that resource. So now that's their crisis. Now, how can they fix this, this whole thing to where they have a big old, you know, this big menu of, of things, you know, now they're calling it this lithium and they're pushing it forward with the Defense Production Act. And they want to invoke things like the uh, bipartisan infrastructure law. All those things right there will disregard the tribal consultation. And that tribal consultation is important to preserve and save the cultural sites, burial sites, the artifacts, the stories, you know, all those things that they were meant to protect. The Defense Production Act will is is saying that they don't need these these corporations don't need to consult with anybody not the not the tribal not the you know that they can just if it looks good boom they'll stamp it approved and it'll go because they want to inflate 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 because it's not about the trees it's not about the grass this is about that investment this is about pushing that investment through so that that investment gets their money back times two.
1: Gary McKinney is a member of the Duck Valley Shoshone Paiute tribe and a descendant of Fort McDermott. He represents the people of Red Mountain, a committee of traditional knowledge keepers and members of the Fort McDermott Paiute and Shoshone tribe. For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook and Twitter.